for those who really, because some people really don't know what microtransit is, we just think of buses, and we think that's as far as it goes. Describe the microtransit system. Sure. So microtransit is an on-demand option where you can receive trips that you request. You can receive those within um, usually 15 to 30 minutes of the request. Uh, it's different than the traditional model in our rural areas, which are pre-scheduled a day or two in advance or in the urban areas with a fixed route system like the bus that you mentioned. So it's uh, very similar to um, Uber or Lyft and other services like that, except this is for public transit, and typically the rides are shared with, with multiple individuals using the service. Is it uh, quote-unquote free, or is there a fee you have to pay each time? It depends on the service and the location. Some services... In, in some communities do have a fare and others are free. Um, so it just depends on where it's at in the state. So you guys have put out a press release saying that you now have a uh, web page that's helping uh, people get microtransit services. Tell me about that and uh, how much this is impacting what you guys do. Yes, yeah, so we, we've been working with communities for the last three years on on-demand microtransit. This started first in Wilson with a service there that's been highly successful they went from about 1,500 trips per week on their previous fixed route service to now over 4,500 trips per week with microtransit. So we piloted the service. It was very successful, and now we've started to expand it to other areas of the state. We did a research project with NC State University that had some promising findings, lessons learned, and best practices. And now our website is featuring the findings from that research, talking about the current deployments, lessons learned and best practices, and really it will help other communities that want to start this type of service know where to start and uh, what to be looking for for their service as they get going. How much does this impact communities? You were saying this is a, a thing that's predominantly used in more rural areas? We have several rural examples. It is also used in urban areas. We've had a lot of success with our rural communities, um, as you can imagine, those communities may um, uh, be less dense and may have more challenges with, if you don't have a vehicle, getting places within the community. Uh, so to make the um, transportation work better for those individuals, having an on-demand option that you can schedule and quickly get the trip to anywhere you need uh, really bridges that gap between those with the car and those without a car. So it works really well in rural areas, but we also have urban examples as well. And this isn't like a huge bus that rolls up to your house. What, what does it look like when you uh, call in microtransit? It could be a minivan or it could be a larger um, transit van. Um, you know, we're talking in some cases an eight-passenger van and as high as maybe a 50 to 20-passenger transit vehicle. Just depends on the service type. But the Wilson uh, example that I mentioned, those are... Uh, minivans, essentially, with six to eight passengers. I've been talking a lot with a lot of different um, government agencies about staffing. And, uh, you know, like we have trouble with school bus drivers. We have trouble hiring police officers. Are you guys having trouble hiring people to drive microtransit? It's certainly an issue in public transit, for sure. A lot of transit systems are pulling pull, pulling from the same pool of candidates that the school system is using to drive buses. Uh, so many of our agencies have 20 to 30 percent vacancy rates. Um, the r vacancy rates are higher for bus drivers because of um, having to have a CDL. 
So sometimes we can have better luck with getting drivers for smaller vehicles like the vans used in microtransit services. So one potential advantage of using microtransit is it may be higher, easier to hire individuals to drive those types of vehicles. Have you guys had to make changes to uh, look more attractive to applicants? Well, certainly having flexible hours, having reliable hours, and having a, a pay rate that is uh, competitive with other businesses locally. Um, those are the types of changes that all transit agencies are making. Um, and, and microtransit, in some cases, is using technology to help aid in how they're spreading the word about jobs and maybe using technology to facilitate you know, scheduling when you're going to drive vehicles at certain times, kind of like Uber or Lyft would do. So all of that helps um, create some flexibility to find people that may not typically be interested in public transit.